Hello everyone. This will be the first of the many to come series of podcasts made by none other than me. Yeah. So we got to work on the name and the intro. But let's keep the talk going. So tonight I was actually thinking of what to do, what to say, and I was thinking about this podcast. A friend of mine brought it up, and he kept telling me about doing it. He kept telling me about the fact that I need to actually start a podcast. So I went ahead and gave it some thought. Since I didn't believe in my voice or my ability to talk, I kept pondering about this question that if I should do it, not the fact that I have to do it or <clears throat> if I need to do it. So upon pondering, I was looking around YouTube and I came upon this song, Falling in Reverse, Popular Monster, and it was about depression. So that got me thinking, that got me thinking so much because I, as somebody who's been battling with depression, and yeah, it's been around a long time that I've been battling with this demon, as I I understood it, for everybody it's different, everybody depicts it as something. Some people depict it as a monster. Some depict it as darkness. Some even say that it's like... It's like sand, actually. Hot and drizzly and... Grossly thirstening. Even if that's not a word, you get what I mean. So I was listening to this song and it brought up a couple of pointers that in my mind actually it, it hits really close to home. The first thing that came to my mind was in this song it says I just want to feel alright. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if it's a stage or if it's a face. I just want to feel okay. And I've been talking to many depressed people over the course of the years just to see if I'm alone in the sensations that I have or not. So when the song said that I want to feel okay, I just want to feel okay, I don't care about anything, I just want to feel okay, that was something that got me thinking. I just want to feel okay. I don't care about anything. I don't care what what it's going to take. I just want to feel okay. Because in my opinion, depressed people know it better than anyone that they are depressed. They know there is something wrong. If you are at the earliest stages of it, listen, I'm not a therapist. I don't do therapy. I, I'm just... Sharing with you guys what's 
on my mind. Yeah, I'm kind of a know-it-all, so leave it or take it, just the way it is. So, most of the depressed people know that there's something wrong. Like, at the earliest stages of it, you know there's something wrong. Something doesn't work out. Your mind doesn't go to depression at the beginning because at the beginning, all you think about, like, all you can think about is there's something wrong. I shouldn't feel this way. And your subconscious actually tries to save you from the fact that there's so much sensory input and so much raw information that it tries to actually close off some of the functioning parts of your psyche so you wouldn't get hurt. I, um, you start to get this. You start to get distant from everybody because others will actually put more pressure on you and the subconscious says that, yeah, that's not good for you. And how can you face the things that's going to make you bad in daily life? It's when you are awake. So you, try, you will get more sleep. You feel sleepy all the time. You feel drow drowsy. And you might take showers more than once a day. And some people just completely forget about that and don't do anything about it. And as time goes on and it progresses more, your mind starts to save itself like a turtle that goes into a shell. And the mind begins to make itself less and less vulnerable to the stimuli that surround it. Everything around you just... If you put two guys in a room, like one guy is depressed and the other guy is not, they are going to see and feel and hear different things. Because the mind of a guy with depression is just going to block, like a high percentage of the sensory input out. It's going to block it out. And it's not going to let you hear some things or feel something because at that moment, the only thing it cares about is your sanity. You already got enough on your mind because depression is the chemical unbalancing of the brain. So the body self-repair kicks in and says, all right, the first thing we need to do is stop the damage. The, the boat is sinking in and the first thing we got to do is find the leak and close it. Until then, nobody does anything. Nobody goes fishing, nobody goes to the engine room, nobody goes to the helm. We are just going to sit here until we fix the leak. And after we fix the leak, we have to find a way to get the water out of the ship. So for now, all we got to do is fix the leak. So our mind tries to do the same thing. It tries to fix, fix the leak, right? The first thing it's going to do is it's just going to look around 
and tries to see because our mind works in boxes let's just say in boxes in one box it says alright if I see a car coming at me I have to stand by and calculate the distance the speed who the driver is because if you have a bias at the driver it's gonna change the way you perceive it if it's a day night is there anybody behind it am I seeing it right is it a car or is it just two bikes if I wanna just go in the middle of them am I gonna be turned into pancake our mind think in boxes and we have one box for every single thing that's gonna happen our mind prepares itself because it doesn't want to think it just wants to react so if you see there's a steam coming off of a glass of water your mind immediately goes to think that yeah this water is hot it doesn't try to analyze it it doesn't try to analyze the room the temperature the, where the glass have been you subconsciously say think that yeah this water is hot even though it might be some sort of chemical reaction it it couldn't even be water for all we know but it's it's still giving off steam so we're gonna say all right that's hot or we see like a bottle of water and at that moment our brain says all right we are thirsty now why is that because whenever we see water our mind says all right we need to drink and this thing keeps going on and on and on in every single aspect of our daily lives we just don't realize it we do so many things subconsciously that most of us don't even know don't even know that the things that we are doing are based off pre-made choices and decisions that our brain made so when you are depressed your brain first thought is to save itself save the psyche and what does it do the water's coming in there's a leak and the first thing they got to do is close the leak so the brain takes this in a literal sense and blocks off sensory inputs you might listen to a song but you won't be able to hear most of the lyrics you you might even just remember 10% of the entire song you don't know all of it you might go outside but you won't realize if the sun is hot or if there's a smell in the air if there's music playing anywhere un unless it's really bold that you might hear it from a douchebag running in a car at like 180 miles per hour while honking the horns going yeah that might be the that might be something that catches your attention most of the time the depressed people don't even look at the car lanes they don't even see if the car is coming or going so that's what the mind does it tries to block it and 
after it gets worse because the chemical unbalancing doesn't get fixed by itself the brain the brain tries but it doesn't have all the necessary tools for example when we get into a very bad accident or our bo our body is under enough like way enough stress and injury your mind is going to say all right let's shut it all down until we can fix it and you go into a coma so your mind first and foremost reaction is just shutting things down even when you sleep and when you sleep your brain is going to shut down the uh, there is a bridge between the brain and the body and it controls the rotary and motory functions of the body right when you fall asleep the body is going to shut that down so you might see that you are walking in your dreams but your body doesn't because the motory functions are turned off right so and that's what happens to people who who have trouble sleepwalking and this sleepwalking it could have other implications. Um, you could be stressed, you could be sick, you could have a disease or an illness that makes you do that, but most of the times it's, be it's because the brain um, doesn't cut the motor functions of the body and still connects to the brain. So the body starts to shut things down one by one and in this case sensory input data like raw information all right there are like 10,000 things you could hear right at this moment we are gonna just block like 99% of it because you don't need it right now the, the only thing you need is simply survival you're not gonna smell things you're not gonna see things you're not gonna taste things even though around the coronavirus uh, that one of the symptoms of, of the coronavirus is the taste you're not gonna taste most of the things that you eat right that's one of the symptoms and I actually had a friend of mine who was in Bulgaria and he was depressed. He had a severe crippling depression. And he just told me, he said, that he couldn't taste food anymore. So he went to a doctor and they ran like three or four tests on him just to see if he has corona. But then they realized that he was... He was a stronger and healthier than a horse. And that's when he started to realize that he has lost the taste, the taste sensory. And he kept thinking about it. He kept um, meditating on it, as he put it, just to be able to taste again. And he was, a he was able to do that in the end, eventually. And those are the most severe cases. And it, it, go, it grows worse 
over the time and you start to not see the colors you start to not see meaning in anything and in the end your thoughts begin to control you you are not in control anymore it's like there is another guy at the driver's seat and when that happens I'm like this is something that actually got me thinking uh, when that happens you are not in control so who is in control this is something that got me thinking like for a very long time and i kept going back and forth on it trying to realize that what is this thing that keeps you in check it's not you anymore it's you are not doing anything you're just sitting there like a passenger and watching this thing this depression this disease this illness this man this dark figure this darkness whatever you might call it taking the lead so what is this thing is it sentient does it have a mind of its own or is it just simply our suppressed feelings and emotions? What is this thing that takes the control? What is this thing that wants to end us, kill us, and things like that? Because most of the depressed people, they tend to think that they want to be selfish. They want to spend more time for themselves. They want to maybe be bad and they chalk it up to the, the depression talking so if it's depression talking could it be that it comes from a certain place in your mind a personality that you just buried deep in your mind because others wouldn't accept you or you wouldn't be accepted into the world you might have been a cast out or could it be that this line of thoughts is who you actually are? Somebody beneath the mask. Could it be that what we feel at those moments are who we are? Could it be that a depressed person is more in touch with their inner self than a yogi, perhaps? And that's the question I'm going to leave you guys with. Good night, have fun, and always wear a smile.